So many times, because now I had a good relationship, and even uh, you can say that I, I had a good uh, friendship with the people in that area, and then they are so supportive, kind, generous. As she went about her work delivering aid and starting a clinic to help Iraqi street children, guerrilla warfare was increasing between U.S. forces and Iraqi insurgents. All this tension came to the forefront at the first Battle of Fallujah or Operation Vigilant Resolve. So every time, you know, uh, my local partner brought request paper from the doctors. There was a military operation. We need more medication. We need blah, blah, blah. So three of us, two Japanese journalists and me. We got on a taxi and the driver is an Iraqi driver. The plan was to go to Baghdad, prep and package emergency supplies, and drive it back to the hospitals in Fallujah, about an hour away. But, you know, on the way to Baghdad, there is a gas station and there's so many cars are waiting to get the fuel and we are one of them. So uh, on the left side, the left window, and I found one guy. He had a, a big rocket launcher. He was rushing to us. I was surprised, of course, and my heart is so beating so fast. What's happening? What's happening? And then this guy came to our car and talked to my driver. This guy was asking the driver our nationality. Driver said they are Japanese. I was so scared because the local people surrounded our car and they they looked so upset. They are speaking loudly and yelling and lesh, lesh. It means why. He wanted to say why the Japanese government sent the troops to Iraq. Nahoko knew enough Arabic to understand some of what the angry crowd was saying. Japan had sent almost 600 SDF, or self-defense forces, to Iraq. Their mission was strictly for humanitarian aid purposes. But to these locals, the foreigners looked like soldiers. One guy gestured like, you know, you know, like a behead finger close the neck. So uh, I was scared. I tried to convince them, no, we are not for the government. I said, la, la, la. La, la means a no in Arabic. No, 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 la, 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 la. And then they forced us to get off the car and then they took us to uh, another car. I remember we were blindfolded and handcuffs. And, of course, I couldn't see, but they drove us somewhere. They start to investigate us. Are you spying for Japanese troops? No, 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 la, 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 la. I told them, please ask the Fallujah hospital, and you can ask the doctor how we are working together. But Fallujah was currently under siege by U.S. forces, and there was no way to reach the doctors that day. They took us to many places, moving, investigation, moving. Nahoko doesn't remember how many times they were relocated, maybe about eight times in 24 hours. Through the thin walls, she could hear the muffled sounds of children playing, so she figured she was being held hostage in someone's house. Uh, I don't know, I, I, I really hate to mention about this experience, but... But somebody came in with a video camera. 
what 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 happening? They forced me to lay down on the floor, and uh, <clears throat> there was uh, two Japanese guys besides me. I felt something on the neck. I felt so scared. They ask us, no Koizumi, no Koizumi. Koizumi is the name of our prime minister. They ask me to say louder. No Koizumi, no Koizumi. No Koizumi, no Koizumi. I tried to say no Koizumi. But I, I couldn't speak loudly. In this hostage video, Nahoko renounced Japan's Prime Minister Koizumi. Her